Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. That's Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. We are broadcasting live from the E&B Granite Studio at the Centene Community Ice Center. And right now, very happy to be help, helped to preview this series against the Phillies by Scott Fransky. He's the voice of the Phillies. He joins us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Scott, thank you so much for hopping on with us today, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing very well. So it's been an interesting start to the season so far from the Phillies. I know I've got to imagine they're thrilled to not have to see another team from the NL East going into this one. <laughs> but what's been your biggest takeaway in the early going? Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, I, I would I would agree with you. I think they're all looking forward to playing somebody different for, for once. Um, I think this is the first time they've seen the Cardinals since May of 19. Um and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway is that, uh, you know, the bullpen has been pretty solid. It looks better. Um, couldn't look worse than it did last year. It was so bad. But um, they've obviously added a lot of guys that uh, have really improved the depth. And, you know, they got guys with real, real strikeout stuff, you know, high-velocity guys, which the Phillies just haven't had much of. I know everybody else seems to, but uh, the Phillies haven't had a lot of that the last few years. So they got some big arms at the back end of the game. That's a new thing. Um, their offense hasn't done anything yet, and um, I guess they, they feel pretty comfortable about it, but uh, they just haven't done anything to, to, at the plate yet. Are you surprised by that, Scott? Because you're talking to uh, people who are looking at the Cardinals team kind of saying the same thing, because one night we're talking about 14 runs, the next night we're talking about a shutout. Yeah, I mean, it would be great to talk about 14 runs even one night with the Phillies. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I guess there's a couple of different ways to look at it. I mean, They've got a lot of talent. They've got a lot of offensive talent, and I would expect them to score runs over the long haul. I mean, they were a pretty good offensive team last year. They pretty much have everybody back, um, and they just, you know, they face some good pitching. There's no doubt about that. Um, but, you know, the Braves and, and Mets have a lot of good arms, and that's the only two teams they've played so far through 12 games. They've only played those two teams. So, um, you know, I, I would expect them to hit a little bit more. I guess there's, for me, there'd be a little mild concern about, you know, somebody like Andrew McCutcheon, who's done very little at the top of the order. Um, you know, I don't worry about Bryce Harper. Uh, he hasn't done much, but he will. Um, you know, I don't, I, I, I'm, I love Alec Bohm, the young third baseman. I think he's going to hit, um, you know, so, I mean, they got some guys, but, uh, they haven't done it yet. So. 
I wanted to ask you about the expectations coming into this season in Philadelphia, because obviously we've got the outside perspective on all of these teams that are not in St. Louis, right? But you've got a better idea of kind of what the what the temperature is there. We look at this thing, and in the National League, it looks like it's the Dodgers and Padres in the West, whoever comes out of the Central, and then it feels like it's the Mets, Phillies, Braves, or Nationals coming out of the East. What were the expectations there coming into this season, Scott? Well, I mean, you know, certainly nationally, nobody has given the Phillies a chance to make the playoffs. Um, I think everybody has has figured on, you know, the Braves, the the, the Nationals, and uh, the Mets being much better, um, and they may prove to be. Um, I, I, you know, certainly like their teams on paper a lot, um, and probably a little bit more than the Phillies. But you know, seasons have a way of unfolding, and sometimes things, you know, work out differently than you expect. So I think, you know, that. Uh, Cautiously optimistic, maybe, is one way to put some of the fans. Um, you know, it's Philadelphia. There's going to be some people that, uh, you know, they want to see it to believe it. Um, but I know, you know, at the start of the season, there were a lot of people saying, hey, don't sleep on these guys. They, you know, they got some ability. They got some talent. And, um, you know, they a lot of people use the, the narrative. They were only they only missed out on the playoffs by a game last year. Um, now, obviously, the playoff structure is different this year. You're going to have to be better, and you have to be better for longer uh, in order to make the postseason this year. Um, but everybody looks at last year and says, you know what, that bullpen was so dreadful. So many games got away from them that they had a lead in. I think they had a lead in 40, 40, between 45 and 50 games last year. Wow. A lead somewhere. Um, and they barely, you know, barely cracked 500. So I, I think the idea is with a better bullpen, this is a better team and maybe a playoff contender. Scott, I'm curious because I think a lot of people were a little surprised when Joe Girardi accepted the job as the manager for the Phillies last season. What do you what have you thought of his job so far and how he's kind of adapted to this team? I think he's done a fine job. I mean, again, um, one of his calling cards has always been his ability to manage a bullpen. Um, and he's never had a bullpen quite uh, as ugly as the one the Phillies had last year. So um, I, I'm going to, you know, sort of chalk it up to being uh, – uh, one down year, and and you know I think this year will, you know this year we get to see the things that a manager really does. You know, like how does he use his pinch hitters? How does he make pitching changes? You know, and now that we're back in the National League style, at least for this year, we'll get to see some of that from Joe that we didn't really see last year. Um, but uh, I think he's, you know, we're not in the clubhouse, so we don't get to see them interact really um, like we used to. Um, I talk to him every day and I, I can tell you this, whether they win or they lose, he's, he's kind of the same guy every day. Um, he doesn't, you know, he's got that really even keel baseball mentality. And, uh, my guess is that plays pretty well in that clubhouse. We're talking to Scott Fransky here on 101 ESPN. He's the voice of the Phillies and Scott, I wanted to ask you, you mentioned him a little bit ago about Bryce Harper. I, how has he been embraced so far in Philly? This is now year three of him being in Philadelphia. And obviously last year is a weird season. I don't even know how we count that at this point. But how has he been embraced there relative to, obviously, the massive salary that they decided to give him? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, being embraced is, um, you know, <laughs> that can be fleeting, I mean, it's not too, the right, right word to but... use in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, you can ask Carson Wentz. I mean, he was the talk of the town a few years ago, and uh, – and not anymore, but, um, so I, I mean, again, I think that people, um, 
you know, like you said, last year was that short year, it was a weird year, and you know, you're you're kind of you know swimming upstream, uh, you know, uh, without a paddle, and uh, uh, you know, with that bullpen, I mean, you just can't, you couldn't overcome that. I mean, no, no offensive performance could have overcome that last year. So, I, I mean, I think they expect him to be 30 homers and 100 RBIs every year. Um, he didn't get off to a great start the first year, but I think what they consistently saw out of Bryce was a guy who played hard every day. And that's really what's going to, I mean, don't get me wrong. People in this town are going to love a winner. Uh, they're going to love, um, somebody who puts up numbers, but they're also really, they really love hard workers. And, um, you know, uh, this guy works hard and, and he busts it. And, uh, you know, I know he's had some times in his career where, where that, that wasn't always the case. Um, he kind of got knocked a bit in, in Washington at times for that. Um, we haven't really seen it yet, um, but who knows? Maybe we will, and if it comes back, the Philly fans will let him know, that's for sure. Scott, final one from me. I'm curious. I know you don't see the Cardinals an awful lot, but from an outsider's perspective, what's been your view on the Cardinals, not just start to the season, but what they did in the off season? Well, I mean uh, – adding or you know bringing back you know the the icons if you will uh keeping them in place you never know how that's going to go i mean i um you know i've always who hasn't been a fan of yadier molina um you know and and how could you you know want to see him or not complete his career with the cardinals um you know for me just as a baseball fan um I just love that. You know, I love that idea. And I guess it's an ideal, if nothing else, in this day and age. But, um, you know, I got to love Nolan Arenado. (laughs) I mean, fantastic player. Um, I've said this before. I know the Phillies went through it about, you know, 10 years ago or so, and they kind of kept all the stars together. Um, And they got old, and they got old quick. And that can be tough. Um, it can be tough for a franchise to get out from under. I know it was for the Phillies. Um, so, you know, you wonder if some guys get a little bit long in the tooth and then all of a sudden their skills decline quite rapidly. And then what are you left with? So um, I guess from an outsider's perspective, you know, you like them, you look at them as a solid team. I think that's what most people would think is that the Cardinals are a solid ball club. And, you know, given their history, tradition and all that, they're going to be a you know, team to reckon with. Um, but you know, you kind of wonder, um, how many more years do they have with the, you know, a current crop of players like that. Last question that I've got for you, Scott, and we'll get you out of here with this. I loved the hire of Dave Dombrowski this off season because Dombrowski does things a little differently than everybody else. He is completely unafraid and he is going for it all at all times. And we didn't really see early on the typical Dave Dombrowski big time trade for the Phillies. Is that something that he's kind of trying to figure out what this team is first, and then if that big move is necessary, he'll make that maybe next off season. How how have you gotten the impression of what Dombrowski's vision is for this Phillies team? Well, I think when you are a player away, then you can make that big deal. But the Phillies were more than a player away, and that was kind of how they viewed the bullpen situation was, look, if, if it took one big signing, like let's go out and get Trevor May, for instance, like that's going to make a big difference. Well, if one guy was going to make a big difference, great. They probably would have been in the game on that. But 
It wasn't. They needed multiple arms. They needed depth. They needed, you know, uh, to collect as many assets as they possibly could. Now, you're right. Dave Dabrowski is always trying to win. And it may be with a big splash. It may be with a lot of little splashes. But he's always trying to win. Um, You know, it's still early in the season. Um, One thing I like about him is that he's – you know, he's certainly not afraid of the, the analytics. He's not afraid of all the new numbers, but he's also not afraid to be with the club and, and to be on the field before games and to be in the clubhouse and to be around the team. He travels with the team uh, and loves to do so. And he loves to watch the game in person. And uh, I think, you know, you know, kind of from an old scouts uh, perspective, you know, just seeing the game with your own eyes in person is even is it's different than watching it on TV. It just is. And um, so I, I I think he's always going to be going for, you know, always going to be on the lookout for a big deal that'll make something happen. But I think he realized that at least at this juncture, they were more than just a player away or one big deal away. Well, Scott, we're looking forward to watching this series between the Cardinals and the Phillies. It begins tonight. Have a great call. Enjoy it. Have fun watching Nolan Arenado out there. And we'll talk with you again soon, Scott. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me. Best of luck to you guys.